Good morning from Northeast by Midwest. This is Jonathan Jones. You know, as it's getting a little later on in the summer, thought I'd make a short little podcast here. You know, God gives us these different situations, things in life that we get to learn from. And so, and I was thinking the other day about grass and mowing the grass and how that's a lot like life. Every time we see it grow, you gotta do another mow. At least that's what happens in my world. <laughs> but you know, that it seems like it, doesn't it? Every time I get the yard mowed, I turn around and I'm like, man, I gotta mow it again. And you know, I like mowing the yard. I, I do, it's fun to be outside. It's a good opportunity to get some exercise. Um, you know, one of the things I was thinking about though is that's very similar to a lot of things in our life. Um, you know, for instance, uh, sin. One of the things as Christians in this life is we're not going to be sinless if we put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. God sees us as perfect, yet we're still sinners, right? We're the, the great exchange. He who knew no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So, you know, you have this sense in which we're not sinless. We should be sinning less. <clears throat> and yet, you know, every time in my own life when I feel like I've kind of started to come over the, you know, get, get victory over an area of sin, kind of like the grass, another one pops up. <laughs> or, like James says, the testing of your faith develops patience, that you'll be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. And so, you know, I was thinking about this this particular week because as I make this podcast, we've had an extremely rainy summer here in the state of Maine in the Northeast. And at least the last 10 days or so have been a little bit more of a typical summer where, you know, we get a little bit of rain, but it's pretty much nice. And um, and that makes the grass really grow. Uh, the rest of the summer before this, the grass was growing, but you literally had to mow between raindrops. And now it's just like, boom, boom. <clears throat> and I think whether it's situations in our life, sin issues, could be a relationships, job, whatever it is, it's almost like as soon as we get it done, the grass has grown again and it's got to get cut. It's got to get mowed. And so, you know, I think God gives us these, these things within nature and the world that are beautiful windows into us understanding more about him, uh, how he works in our lives, more about ourselves and how we respond. And, and so, you know, I was thinking about that the other day when I was cutting the grass, because as, as I was mowing, you know, I was thinking, man, as soon as I get done, I'm going to turn around and have to do it again. And, and isn't that really the truth? You know, isn't that why the Bible talks so much about patience, about endurance, about perseverance? And, and so today, um, you know, as, as you're going about your day, I want to encourage you. I don't know what you have going on. I don't know what's in your life. I don't know what's in the future. Um, I don't know what's in my own future. But I want to just give you a kind of an antidote or an illustration today that maybe will help in this idea of every time it grows, you got to do another mow. So there's this passage in the book of Hosea uh, that's become really a favorite of mine. Um, I started really falling in love with this particular text back when I was in seminary. And the book of Hosea is a book of judgment. You know, the nation of Israel is God's getting ready to, you know, judge uh, Judah. He's already judged Israel. And 
you know, he's basically saying, look, you know, you guys have run the other direction. You've won after false gods and I'm going to drop the hammer on you. And so the whole book is a book of judgment. It's sort of like God is the judge. He's the jury and he's the prosecuting attorney. And he uses his prophet Hosea to deliver the message. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with Hosea and Gomer, but Gomer illustrates Israel. Hosea illustrates God and you know, Hosea has to keep going after his wife who keeps running away. And that's kind of what Israel does to God. So you get to chapter 11 and 12, and there's this really interesting text where it says, um, he strove with God and prevailed. And the context is talking about Jacob. And Jacob is another term for, you know, Judah or Israel. And so Hosea, God through Hosea, draws on this illustration from Genesis 32 where Jacob, the first Jacob, uh, the one who is eventually called Israel, the nation, where he wrestles with God, the angel, and prevails, hangs on to God, won't let go till God blesses him. And God uses that as an illustration to Israel and says, look, why can't you do what your grandfather, your forefather Jacob did? Just hang on to me. Don't be driven and tossed by the winds of this world. Uh, there's a passage, uh, there's a verse at the beginning of the chapter where it talks about the east wind coming and taking Israel and, and the east wind off the Mediterranean is so powerful it can it is said to be able to take men women children even camels if it hits just right and pick them up and toss them in the air <clears throat> so that's what God is saying to the nation of Israel you know in Judah he's saying look hang on to me hang on to me return to me and hang on for dear life and so you know this idea of a patient enduring perseverance is so crucial to the Christian life and so I want to encourage you today Hang on. And when you've got nothing left, God will hang on to you. You know, we, we sing a song here at our church. Um, he will hold me fast. He will hold me fast. Though my love is often cold, my Savior holds me fast. And then it repeats again. He will hold me fast. He will hold me fast. I know my Savior loves me so, for he will hold me fast. And so when you don't have anything left in your grip and you feel like you can't hang on, and you can't go forward, and you're struggling, you've got nothing left, pray that God will give you strength and endurance that you might hang on this day. And so every time you see the grass grow, it's time to have a mow, right? Well, it's the same thing in our lives. And, you know, in a much larger sense, that's what God does to us. That's why he allows trials in our life. Um, I, I'm convinced it's one of the reasons why, even though we are perfect in his sight, He's not eradicated sin in our lives because the, the, the leaving of sin in our lives is a reminder again of that grass growing and how we still need him to eventually continue to cut us and prune us and sanctify us. And so I pray that I encourage you today that you, like Jacob, hang on, that you persist and strive with God, praying for his blessing, but hanging on and knowing ultimately he's hanging on to you. For Northeast by Midwest, I am Jonathan Jones. Hey, when the grass grows, you got to give it a mow. Have a great day.